Good morning, everyone. Hallelujah. Ooh, it's the day the Lord has made, and I'm so glad to be with you today. It's been 21 days. We did it. 21 days together. God bless you all. Thank you for joining me. Hey, listen, can you give me a comment? I'd love to hear from you, whether you're on YouTube or on Facebook Live. I see Pastor Julie Kenny and Apostle Paul Kenny are online. God bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness, man and woman of God. It's so good to see you. Rosalie, I'm so glad you're here today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, greetings, Sandra Don. God bless you. It's good to see you online as well. Hallelujah. God is, God's in the midst of us right now. God is in our presence. And I'm excited. You know, um, fasting and praying for 21 days has been a blessing to me personally. I've seen so many amazing breakthroughs even now. And I know that God is continuing with those breakthroughs. And I don't know about you, but I'm just going to let God be God and allow him to affect every single area of my life. Well, listen, if you have a moment, you want to share this broadcast, we're going to be talking about who's your daddy. Who's your daddy? And um, I know... Uh, uh, just share this broadcast. We need to get it out to people, uh, please. And uh, it would be great. It would be great to get the word out. Listen, you know, I love meeting you online every day. It's been an awesome 21 days. Some days have been harder than others. Absolutely. But I know that God has built within me grace to do all of this and grace to be here with you. And you've got grace to actually listen to me. <laughs> For 21 days, you've been listening. Most of you have. Camilla, all the way from Norway, God bless you. God bless you. It's just been um, a wealth of joy to be here. And um, some of you who have been online, who've uh, been looking for me yesterday, there was a technical glitch. There were some technical difficulties, and we went straight to uh, Facebook, and I had a guest speaker on. Apostle David Olubuali uh, from the United States. And it was an awesome talking about how we need to not only pray, but we need to act and we have to be about the Father's business. And it was awesome. So you need to come to Facebook. Maybe I'll get that up in the next week or so uh, onto YouTube. If I can upload it, I'll, I'll get it to you or get it to you if you're listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, this is exciting. Hallelujah. Yes, God is going to show us keys today. He is going to show us some amazing keys today. And, you know, this has all been about Amos 4-7. He's the one who causes it to rain. God is the one who causes every good thing in our life. You know, he reigns on the just and the unjust. We see that in the Bible. We know the blessings have been poured out according to Ephesians 1-3. It says, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Let me say that again. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessings in Christ, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We've been blessed by them. And uh, so we can obtain those blessings and we can ask for, for the blessings to be poured out in our life. And we can ask for the blessings to be poured out in our city. I'm talking about cities here. Cities need to be changed for the glory of God because they need his love. They need his compassion. They need his mercy. They need his peace. They need his um, everlasting protection. Hallelujah. Yes, praise God. Praise God. That's right. That's the scripture. Thank you, Sandra Dawn. Ephesians 1.3. Amen. Ephesians 1, 3 is a very powerful scripture. When you understand you've already been blessed, so you're asking me, why are we asking for rain? Because your city needs it. You know, if you looked at the transformation videos, what you saw was um, they were praying and interceding for their city and their nation for a move of the spirit of God in a greater dimension than they'd seen before. And, you know, God blessed the land so much that the carrots grew like the size of of your arm or is it their arm the length of your whole arm god did that god did that and you know when we come to i, I don't know about you but i need 
that level of God in my life. I mean, we've gotten satisfied with this much of God when there's this much of God. And I, I, I hope this has made you hungry for more of God. You know, I've seen such amazing miracles. The other day, I got a, a call from a, a pastor friend uh, in the interior to asking me if I would pray for someone who needed deliverance. And uh, we did it all online. I said, sure, let's do this. Next day we got together and he was marvelously set free from the bondages of his past. And I was really, really excited that someone got free. And listen, your city needs freedom. People need freedom. They need healing. They need God's hand on their head and to drive out everything that is not of him. God wants to do this. He is partnering with you and me on this. This is exciting, but I, I want to talk today. Listen, this is who's your daddy? Who is your daddy? You know, some, some people, who are you addicted to? Who is the one you go to? Are you looking to a ministry leader or a governmental leader? Now, these things are good things. We need ministry leaders. I'm a ministry leader. I, I you know, I, I'm, I, I help people. I'm a servant. I'm a servant leader. And I serve God, but I'm not God. Mm. And some, uh, uh, some leaders can, um, people can get addicted to that leader as opposed to being addicted to God. And that's where we need correction. We need to love them, honor them, respect them, value them. Absolutely. Because they are gifts from God. I'm talking ministry leaders right now. They're gifts from God. Amen. They've consecrated their life to God. Now they're not perfect people. Oh yeah, definitely not. So, but we're to honor them, but they are not God. We follow them as they follow Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, who are you addicted to is, is my question because the addiction needs to be towards God. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, there's only one person to be lifted up and that's Jesus Christ. It's, it's Jesus Christ. He's the one that's to be lifted up. I have so many notes today. Oh my gosh. You know, and, and we can be addicted to uh, drugs or alcohol. And uh, I have a shout out to a relative who's been five years sober. God bless you. He, he just posted that today on Facebook Live, on Facebook, not Facebook Live, and on Instagram. God bless you, um, my nephew. And I'm so proud of you. And, and uh, I love you and your family. Just my shout out to you today. And I it's funny how it coincides that um, that people have become addicted to certain things because they didn't know about a creator who loved them and who would care for them and help them in every situation and circumstance. And I love that. So what thing have you become addicted to? Some people is food. They, you know, they, they've become addicted when a problem arises, they, they numb their feelings with food. They numb their, their heart with food or alcohol or drugs. There are different addictions. Some people are addicted to exercise. It's become their addiction. They're addicted to um, analyzing food. There's some good addictions and some bad addictions. Hallelujah. Yeah, I like what uh, Amanda says. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all about Jesus. So the only thing we're to be addicted to is our Lord. And I looked up the word addicted. Can I give you the can I give you the definition of addicted that comes from the world? And then there's the uh, the word addicted that is actually in the Bible. And uh, so we're going to we're going to look at that. Okay. So an addict is someone who is a person who is addicted to a particular substance typically typically an illegal drug. Well, that's a very um, small definition of it. Um, but it also means an enthusiastic devotee of a specific thing or activity. 
we're to be addicted to our God, to loving him, to relationship with him. Just like, a, you know, it talks about it. He's the lover of our soul. Is he the love? Are you in a relationship with Jesus? I want to ask you today. Are you in a relationship with the Lord God Almighty? Mm, it's good to know. Good to ask those questions. What are you addicted to? Are you addicted to needing to be um, in charge? Are you addicted to being uh, caught up in, um, I have to be right? There's people who are addicted to being right. I'm right. Do the shoulder thing, the head turn. Who are you addicted to? I'm addicted to Jesus. I'm addicted to his way. Now let's look at what the Bible says. It's a, uh, your Greek word is G5021. Y'all can look at there. And uh, it's, it's the word addicted is used once in the Bible, one time, but that word actually has a number of different meanings. And Romans 13, he says, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God, ordained of God. Now, the word ordained is a word G5021, which is a word addicted. Now, it's to the point of ordination, ordained, determined, set. You know, uh, the house of Stephanus was addicted to serving God's people. It says that in your Bible. We're going to go there. Let me find that scripture for you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a, that's a good word. They were addicted to the helping God's people. And it's in 1 Corinthians. Someone type that up for me. 1 Corinthians 16, 15. Yeah, we need total dependence on Jesus Christ, right? Total and utter dependence on him. So I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to, yeah, I've, I've got a couple of versions here. Here we go. I'm looking at this here. Okay, now, brethren, you know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts of our first fruits in Achaia, which is Greece. Okay, in Greece how they have consecrated and devoted themselves to the service of the saints. And that's that word addicted. They have addicted this. If you, I'm going to read from new, new King James version. Yes. New King James version. I'm going to give you some more of the word. Is that okay? Give me more of the word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 16, 15. Good. Awesome. Praise God. 16, 15. Here we go. I was looking at y'all and looking at your notes to get the scripture up there for you. All right. It says, now brethren, to you and me, hallelujah, you know that the house of Stephanus Okay, I read that one. Sorry. Let's go down a bit. You know that Stephanus and his household were first of the harvest of believers in Greece. And they were spending their lives in service to God's people. I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, to submit to them and others like them who serve with such devotion. Okay. That's good. This is good. I'm very glad that Stephanus... Fortunatus, long name, Archaeus, and have come here. They have been providing the help you weren't here to give me. They've been wonderful encouragement to me, as they have been to you. You must show your appreciation to all who serve so well. Hallelujah. Okay, so I'm talking about it being addicted to God. And being addicted, set to help God's people. To be set. You know, there's a, a setting that comes in our hearts when we choose Jesus. When we choose to serve him alone. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me take that up a bit. Praise God. All right. So let's take a look at this. What are you addicted to? Who is your daddy? Who's your daddy? This is our last day for the 21 days. God's asking the question. I think I'm preaching to the choir. I'm just saying. I believe I'm preaching to the choir. Hallelujah. God is a good God. In 1 Corinthians 16, 15, it says, Let every soul be subject. No, Romans. Romans 13, 1. Sorry. Romans 13, 1. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Now, I'm not going to take this scripture out of context or or I'm, I'm going to give you the full counsel of the word. If a, if a government is is um, not following after God's rules and plans. We're to follow after God. Amen. The authorities that exist are appointed by God. And that's that same word, addicted, is that word appointed. There's an appointing. Are you, are you allowing yourself to be appointed by God to do the work you're called to do? Are you allowing that to happen in your life? Is this making sense to everybody? Is this making sense to you that Oh, I've got to take a look at this. I've got to look at those things in my life and figure out what I need to change, what is um, what is good, and uh, what I need to adjust in my life. See, we serve God when it's pretty and when it's not pretty. We serve God when it's easy and when it's not easy. We serve it when we don't feel we can get up again. We serve him when we're just flying in the spirit. We serve God. Hallelujah. You know, I'm almost a year ago, and I'm going to talk about this today. God woke me up about 1 a.m. I think it was between 1 and 3. I can't remember. I might have been up for a few hours. And I went and sat in a chair. I just like, you know how God wakes you up and everything is light. Everything is lit. There is nothing. Um, there's nothing there but the glory of God. Hallelujah. And you wake up and you go, I'm awake. And you're wide awake. And it's middle of the night. And God says, get up. I need to talk. Got it. Oh, you just know you get up and you to talk. And I remember sitting down in this one chair. No, the chair I was sitting in. And I felt the weight of his presence in the room. But it was the concern and the seriousness of the situation. Hmm. It says, the world as you know it will never be the same. And I went, oh. And I know that COVID had just sort of landed in Canada. I think we had maybe our first case. And things were happening. And I had a dream about... Um, an attack of the enemy, the devil, against the world and how it would hit New York. But even in Canada, I would see it and understand its its um, impact. But I really felt the weight of his presence. I've now have actually spoken about this a few times over this past year, that about this happening. And... I mean, I tell you, it was shocking. It was sobering. When it happened, and even to this day, I can feel what happened during that time in his presence. Hallelujah. I felt the weight of his presence. But God was preparing my heart for the future. He does that. He allows us to be prepared for the future. I'm going to say it to you again today. You can prepare your heart. Not everything's going to go the way you want it to go in this life. We're in the beginning of sorrows in Matthew 24. Jesus talked about that. You know, we need to go back and look at those words again and see what's going on in those things. We need to understand that um, we're in that time. We're in that time. 
we're to have our heart prepared. And if we're focused on a man or a thing or a person, you know, a woman, whosoever, and we, we exalt them above God or put them way too high. One, they're not God. So they're going to let you down. There'll be a time when they, they will. It's not a, uh, not an if. There'll be a time when, when it does happen because, because they're human. So who do we put our faith in? We put our faith in Jesus Christ. Have you heard of the miracles of God? Have you heard of the miracles of God? Have you seen the miracles of God? Maybe you've just heard of them. Maybe you've never seen them. Our faith needs to be wrapped up and uh, surrounded in God. I can't tell you enough how important that is. My gosh. Hallelujah. So yesterday I woke up in the morning. Yesterday I woke up in the morning with the song. And that song was, um, I wrote about it yesterday. See, it's a God song. It says, um, God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. I will ever praise you. And that's a song um, that's out there. And uh, I, I couldn't stop singing it. It was just coming from my heart. I will praise you. No matter what I see in front of me, I will praise you and you alone. I will praise you and you alone. And that's where we need to be. We need to be practicing God's principles. We need to be like the house of Stephanus. That what a great godly example of serving God and serving God's people with all his, all his effort. His whole family, his whole family was serving God the Lord Jesus Christ because he is good and and doing the work of the ministry now amen we love God you know everyone someone might be saying well you're getting into works apostle Denise you're getting into works and I say to you no when you love God and love God's people you'll have a heart of humility to serve to serve them to serve your family to serve your neighbors to serve the people of God with his heartbeat, to help, to be a blessing. You serve because you love. You serve because it brings you joy. You serve because it's your nature. Just as Jesus served the disciples and washed their feet, we are called uh, servant leaders. We're called people who love God with everything that we are. We're called to um, put God first, and serve his people. We're sons and daughters of God. We belong to God. We're all sons of God. Amen. We're all sons of God because we're in him. And we serve from that capacity. Wow. Amen. So I, I want to give you some, some scriptures here for you to praise God. And we're going to talk about it because this is about worshiping God. No matter what we see before us. Because, you know, even in, in Chronicles, it talked about those who went out. I think it's First Chronicles 2020. I think that's what it is. And it talked about how they went out uh, before the warriors, the worshipers went out, and the enemy fell on itself. The enemy fell on itself. It imploded. I remember, ah, oh, it's over 20 years ago now. Um, when uh, the Hells Angels were doing a whole bunch of stuff in Canada and even in our city. And I remember that I prayed this one day as this young baby Christian. I says, Lord, let them implode on themselves. And I, I didn't know what that meant. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't grasp the meaning of that. I just got those words to say. And within two weeks, uh, it was exposed and they were imploded on themselves. They basically, uh, and, you know, um, there was a change that happened. We can pray and changes can happen. And God was showing me as a young Christian 
that we all have that ability to reach out and uh, do those things, hear God, decree things, and they shall come to pass. We have to have faith with that, that God is working with us. I was telling a, a wonderful group of people last night, I was telling them how I was taught to pray. This is how I was taught to pray. I could share a secret with you. I was told by my apostle, he said, Denise, when you pray, you stand in heavenly places with Christ Jesus and you look down at that situation and problem and you decree God's word over that situation because you know you're above that situation and that you are partnering with God to see change in the earth. You do it that way. And he said it's a big old gruff voice. And I thought, that is so awesome. That is so true. And that has stuck with me over the years. You know, we can't be sitting here wringing our hands going, oh, oh God, oh God. You know, what's going to happen next? Do you think God's doing that in heaven? No, he's not. What he's doing in heaven is he's going, all right, let's look at this from a heavenly perspective. Because what you do is you're in, in the world, if you're looking at it from a worldly uh, perspective, you will get off track. The enemy will try to cause fear. But when you will go above him, and because we operate in two realms, if you go above and operate from the, the third heaven with Christ, seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above every power and dominion and might in this time and in the time to come. Ephesians 1, 16. Maybe I should go there. Let me go there. I'm going to go there on my, my Bible here. Let's see my online Bible. So give me a second. I, I, many people don't know this scripture. In Ephesians 1. And uh, start there. This is Paul talking to the Ephesians, okay? He, this is what he said. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love towards all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. For I always pray to, to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into the mysteries and secrets and the deep and intimate knowledge of him. By having your eyes, the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. And how rich is his glorious inheritance in the sites, the set apart ones. And so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand. He seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Listen to this. Far above. Everyone say far above. All rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age, not only in this world, but also in the age and the world which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet, Jesus' feet, and has appointed him as a universal and supreme head of the church, a headship exercised throughout the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all, for in that body lives the fullness, the full measure of him who makes everything complete and who fills everything everywhere with himself. I got to drop the mic here at this point. Drop the mic. 
It's a drop the mic moment. This is from the Amplified AMPC version. The classic version. Hallelujah. Now, I really, really, really appreciate that if you would take the time to take that scripture and think on that. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Ephesians 1, 15 to 23 in the AMPC version. Absolutely. Who's your daddy? Who are you reporting to? Who are you trusting in? Who are you believing? It's going to help in the time of need. I trust Jesus Christ. I serve him alone. I trust him with everything in my, my being. I trust him with my life. Yeah, I do. So I have some Psalms for you. I have some Psalms to help you. And I actually started with one yesterday and I'm going to go back to that one. It really touched my heart, really touched my heart at the time okay we're good it's our last day i may go a little longer i hope you don't mind if you have to go i totally get that but uh, if you want to hang on for these scriptures they will help you psalm 104 33 i will sing to the lord as long as i live i will sing praise to my god while i have my being psalm 40 verse 3 he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. There's a reverential fear that comes from God. Listen, I've talked about this maybe once or twice before. Um, in August, I was praying and seeking the Lord and I went to bed and I woke up in the middle of the night like I was hit. By lightning, I was in the middle of a vision dream, a night vision, and um, won't go into the details of the vision. I was just seeing circumstances that were going on in a certain thing, and um, God was not not pleased, but He wanted to show me what His power was like. I was good; it wasn't about me, but it was about Him showing his power and what it felt like. And literally I woke up like I had been struck by lightning. He came down like a thunderbolt with all of his power, with all of his glory, with all of his holiness, with all of his rightness, with all of his compassion, with all of his mercy. And he was showing his power that he alone is God. <laughs> I tell you. I, I shook for, I think, uh, I shook really hard for about three, three hours, three to four hours, but I was, sh I was shaking uh, for six hours. And anytime I shared it with people, actually, even the other day, I shared it with um, uh, a, a woman of God. And as I was sharing it with her, I started the, 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 the anointing, the, the power of God came upon me. And, and it came upon her too and actually affected her. Uh, and I've, I've talked a number of times about it. Anytime I talk about it, it's like the anointing of God shows up in such a great way that you, it's just, it's over, it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's reverential fear, but it's like, no, once you've been, it's God is God. And you know what? I, I remember, um, going across Canada and um, in a dream, I had another dream and I was hit by lightning again. And uh, it was like rail cars in, uh, in the prairies on the railway track. And they were the, the, the big, large tanker truck yeah, ones, you know, cars. And I was standing there and, and the train was pulling into a station and I had, I was on top of one of these tankers and I was lifting my hands to God and I was, I was asking for help. And all of a sudden lightning came out of heaven and it struck me and 
then it went into the cars and it went into one car after another after another and every time it went through it was like i was being jolted and jolted and jolted by the glory and the power of god i mean god was, has been showing me his power and i really believe that i, I pray i'm going to pray for you to to for god to speak to you in that way if you want it you may not want it it's scary it's not it it'll bring you to your knees it'll bring you to your knees because we need we need this we need to know that he is god he made the earth and everything in it and everything submits and bows to him hallelujah says every knee and every tongue will confess that jesus christ is lord and he is god we have to remember that we have to remember that in this time and season we have to believe god for tremendous miracles we have to believe god for breakthroughs and turnarounds in cities and nations if you don't believe who's going to believe for that city who's going to say i'm standing like flint god for this nation for this city for this area i'm standing like flint and i'm not going to be moved by what i see or or the circumstances around me i'm only going to be moved by you i'm only going to be changed by you i will only do what you have to say and what you have called me to do i will stand because you god are <laughs> you are god hallelujah amen in the psalm 69 30 it says i will praise the name of god with song and magnify him with thanksgiving do you wake up thanking god do you wake up singing to god has god put a word in your mouth a few months ago i've had a lot of experiences lately i had an angel show up in at the door of my bedroom in the middle of the night and he shouted praise god something like that so loud it just about fell over backwards i woke up like oh! and amen we're to praise god i really feel that's a word <laughs> when an angel comes and shakes the stuffing out of you with a word that says praise jesus christ praise god alone praise our heavenly father praise the holy ghost when he comes and stands in your doorway and i saw him in the spirit but i, I could describe him to him he was really tall he had long um brown dark brown curly hair built like a truck uh standing there big barrel chest big arms like a like a like a wrestler you know those wrestlers uh, uh yeah big guy so praise god praise god hallelujah okay here's another one psalm 61 8 so i will sing praise to your name forever that i may pay my vows day by day psalm 108 verse 3 i will give thanks to you O lord among the peoples i will sing praises to you among the nations who's tried to stop our praise who's tried to stop our song who's been in our face saying we can't do this I don't know about you, but I'm praising God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Psalm 144.9. I will sing a new song to you, O Lord, O God. Upon a harp of ten strings, I will sing praises to you. Hallelujah. I like David. Psalm 43.4. Then I will go to the altar of God to God my exceeding joy and upon the lyre I sh shall praise you O God my God get out your instruments sing unto the Lord Psalm 71 22 says I will praise you with a harp even your truth O my God who's your daddy who's your daddy Psalm 101, one, verse 1. 
I will sing of loving kindness and justice to you, O Lord. I will sing praises. Woo! Hallelujah! Psalm 30, verse 12. That my soul may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give you to you forever. I will give thanks to you forever. I will give thanks to you forever. My soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, my intellect may sing praise to you and not be silent. Do not be silent any longer with your praise. Hallelujah. Psalm 75 verse 9. But as for me, I will declare it forever. I will sing praises to God of Jacob, to the God of Jacob. Hallelujah. Psalm 108, and it's kind of broke off here, so I can't read it to you. It says, my heart is steadfast, O God. And it goes on from there. My heart is steadfast. Is your heart steadfast towards your God? Is your heart steadfast towards your king? We've been here for 21 days seeking God, listening to God, worshiping God, knowing that he is the one who brings the rain. He is the one that brings the answer. Whatever drought is in your life, whatever drought is in your nation, whether it be financial, spiritual, physically, whatever way, socially, whatever drought you have in your life, God is the one who brings the rain. Isn't it good? I love you all. Yeah, steadfast. Hallelujah. We must not be silent. We must not be silent. Hallelujah. Amen. We must not be silent. God is the God of breakthrough, deliverance, to freedom for all his people. We cannot afford to have our mouth shut and there's a spirit that does that it's a python spirit would like to shut down the voice distract pull aside god's people from worshiping him worshiping god that is hallelujah act 16 talks about that when the uh, woman, the diviner, the spirit of divination, Python spirit, chokes out prayer, chokes out praise, chokes out worship. I break it today in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare it has no power over your life. And I ask the Lord to fill your mouth with praise, fill your mouth with worship, fill your mouth with adoration, fill your mouth with songs, fill your mouth in the name of jesus fill you up in the name of jesus fill you to the overflow in the name of jesus christ this is your day this is your hour this is your time this is your season this is the only moment in time you get to worship god in this capacity here on earth this is it amen but we knew what we know is that I don't know about you. While I'm here, I'm going to praise God. I remember sitting in the service one day and I was, I was uh, about 16 years ago and uh, some really nasty stuff had been happening. And um, I'm, I'm holding back the tears. And Jesus said something to me. He says, if you could praise me today, like this is the last day, or like the next day you're going on a trip to Hawaii, having this great vacation, doing something spectacular. How would you be praising me today? How would you be praising me today? Hallelujah. And I realized that I would never allow a situation or a situation or a circumstance to limit my praise to my God to limit my worship, to limit the song in my heart towards my king. And I have had opportunity since that day to shout to God and, and to praise him with everything I had. We all have those times and seasons. I want to encourage you 
every one of us, every one of us have to walk by faith and not by sight. Every one of us has to do that. We have to walk by faith and not by sight. God wants to see our faith. Our faith is in our mouth and in our heart and in our words and in our actions. That's how faith is released. What are you looking at? Who's your daddy? Who is your daddy? I know you love God. You guys are all lovers of God. I know you. But someone needs to hear this word today. Share it with someone. And, you know, sometimes there's this little correction that happens like, oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I made this more important than you. I made that more important than you. Sometimes it's, you know, our telephones that we've become addicted to. Sometimes it's the news we've become addicted to. Sometimes it's about conspiracy theories, theories that people have become addicted to. Some of the theories are correct. Some of them aren't. There's misinformation. There's stuff all around. What I do is I go to Jesus Christ. He's got the answers. He's got the truth. And I go to him. I'll get answers. I'll get truth. Hallelujah. He is, his word is truth. And the word truth there is realities. He is the true reality. Everything else pales in comparison to him. He is the truth. As we keep on track with him, we'll be blessed. We'll be blessed. We'll be strong. We'll be able to stand in the evil day. And having there all done there all, stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made you free. Christ has done it. God has done it. Hallelujah. Stand fast, my friends. I, 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 sit, uh, I set up a little, um, one of those memes, and it's, everyone says, whoa, thank goodness, 2020 is over. And and it had the little bear looking kind of like, okay, you haven't read Revelation, have you? And I don't know if we're pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib uh, uh, rapture of the church. I don't know when that will be. And what I've learned is not to worry about whether it's pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib. And that's another subject for another day. I, I believe in pre-trib, but I've I, I studied it, and I, I believe in my heart that it's pre-trib, and I can do a teaching on that sometime. But the, the bottom line is, what happens is people are waiting to get out of town to be raptured, and they're not winning souls, and they're not changing lives. And that happened to the Thessalonians. They were like, no, 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 don't sit on the hill waiting for God to return. Be busy. Be about God's work. Be abiding in him. And be like the house of Stephanus, addicted to serving God and to serving God's people in the here and now. That's what we can do. So um, I encourage you to do that, to make some course corrections if that's necessary, and to focus in on God Almighty, because he's the only one who can save. It's only him alone. That's it. Well, listen, I think that's the word for today. I know where I'm going to be um, going to take next week probably off. I may do a pop-up. I'm not going to schedule anything. And I may be changing the day I do my weekly broadcasts. I'm going to seek the Lord this next week on that. Y'all pray for me, please. I want the insight of the Lord on, on what I need to do and how I need to go in this next season because we're entering into a new uh, season. It's, it's, it was a new era that I was told about in, uh, I believe it was the end of February, beginning of March, we've entered into a new era. It's a new, just new um, way of life that we have seen. And, uh, but we don't lose our praise and we don't lose our worship and we don't lose our adoration to our King. We just get more, more faithful, more diligent, more forceful in the things of the Spirit. We need to use the gifts of the spirit and i may have a, a few teachings on the gifts of the spirit i think i might do that um i've uh have a course on it so i might do that and maybe we'll look at that i'll look at how to do that so i, I want to bless you all today thank you for being here with me for the 21 days what a joy to see you to see you all and to see and hear 
uh, what you have to say and your help with the scriptures and just being there with me. It's been a joy because you pulled from me things that, um, you know, weren't in my notes. And that comes because you're of, of your hungry heart. It's done together. We work together and we need one another to uh, to bring about what God has to say. Amen. God has words for you and things for you that is it's because of you. And um, it's never about a person. It's always about a group coming together to do what God said. He has those words in you and for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say thank you again for joining me. I'm going to take next week off. I may do a pop-up. I may show up. I don't know. But I just thought I'd put that out there that that's what I'm going to do. The other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to do another little video at the end about, you know, I really want to win souls. And, and winning souls is on God's heart. And that's what we need to do here in Canada and around the world. Uh, we need to win souls. We need to connect to people. And whether we're traveling or using the airwaves, I appreciate your partnership and I appreciate your support. So I'm, I'm going to run this little video and I'm going to say uh, thank you for that. And um, let me just get this off here. Um, there we go. And uh, I can... Um, run this little video for you guys so that if you want to sow a seed into our ministry, I'll have an ending video where you can find out how to do that. Um, it keeps me going, keeps the work going. Amen. This is what I do. I'm fully supported by your ministry, by your work, by you sowing seed. That's your ministry of, of helps, helping the work of God go forth. So thank you. I love you guys. I really do from the bottom of my heart. I trust you've been blessed, encouraged, uplifted, strengthened, and nourished by the word of God. And I'll see you soon. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.